0: In 2023, a crack commando unit of retro podcasters joined forces on a panel at LA Comic-Con, but were sent to Comic-Con jail for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped. Today, still wanted by 80s nerds, they are very easy to find. If you have an 80s nostalgia problem, if no one else can help, maybe you can hire the Night Boys.
1: Garbage Pale Kid. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Wow.
0: Well, guys, it's been fun. It's been a good show. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
1: How dare you. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to our very first, our inaugural premiere episode of 80s Kids Unite. Woo! The show that determines whether something holds up from our nostalgic 80s past or uh, crashed and burned before it even got to the toy shelves or KB video game shelves or whatever shelves. Uh, That's that's the show. The show is going to be determining whether something holds up nostalgically, um, our, our thoughts on it, or whether it doesn't, whether it flips or flops. And it's a combination of $2 late fee, podcasting after dark, TV Obscura and Territory Marks. <laughs> wow, it's the um, the
0: whole
2: the whole network, <laughs> the
1: whole network. It's me, uh, Zach Schaefer, and my co-host, my brother from another mother, Dustin Rubin from Two Dollar Late Fee, and then my other brother from another mother, sweet, sexy, sleazy C Corey Stevenson, and my other brother from another mother, Diallo Jackson from TV Obscura. And occasionally, Paul London from Territory Marks will be who you're not in. related to at all. He's my brother as well. No, you brother. can't have
0: that many brothers. We need something else, right? We yes, were brothers.
1: we can. Yeah, it's just about, a lot of brothers. How
0: about kissing cousins?
3: How about that? How, that works. <laughs> how about it? How ki- about kissing? Yeah.
1: How about twice removed uh, step uh, brother? I don't. I don't know. I don't. All I know is I'm excited, guys. I'm excited that it's us together, the Night Boys. The four of us and Paul London, we are the Night Boys as well. I'm so excited to have this premiere episode with all y'all. Corey, um, this all started way back when, a year ago, uh, at Comic Con. It actually was Dustin. I think, Dustin, you were the one that brought the the idea to the table, right? You're like-
0: A year the ago? of this. Yeah.
1: Well- a couple
3: months ago, did it step into a time warp? <laughs> It was it's December, my guy. It's Last calendar year, but yet only I mean, like two um, months ja- ago for us. Yeah, January did feel like a whole year. So it did. It, it did. It did. Thanks, thanks, thanks did. for backing me up, Diala. Yeah,
1: D- Dustin, did, would you say that this uh, this all started way back when we were doing the Comic Con panel a couple months ago? A couple
2: years ago?
0: Yeah. So a couple years ago, um, we all got together uh, last December, 2023, uh, what was that? Six years ago. And we said, (laughs) um, you know, Comic-Con's coming up. Let's do some panels. Um, well, no, we said Comic-Con's coming up. Let's, let's all do a panel together. You know, we all, we all love each other. We don't always get a chance to record together. So we're all going to be in the same place live in LA. Let's get up on stage and let's talk about 80s nostalgia. And, um, and see what happens, you know. And we each came to the table with, uh, with, with an idea, with, uh, with something representing a different genre of uh, of the '80s, and um, kind of how we felt from, about like,
2: it. From toys to video games to movies and cartoons, which pretty much I think that TV kind of shows. yeah, that TV shows as well. I think that kind of uh, sums up our friend group and all of our interests.
0: <laughs> yep, and if you'd like to hear the fruits of that labor endeavor. Uh, you can hear that on both the Podcasting After Dark feed and the 208V feed. Um, and you can kind of hear how it went, how it went down. Um, and, uh, and out of that one panel, we decided, let's do this. Let's do this again. Let's make this a thing. Yeah, let's make it a thing. And let's
1: add a little caveat to that thing. Uh, and make it a personal thing for the fans, the listeners, right, Corey?
2: Yeah, that's right. So, like, uh, if you're a Patreon member for either podcast, $2 late fee, or podcasting after dark, um, you can submit suggestions for us to uh, cover on future episodes. And uh, the game plan is is that we're going to tackle one topic, you know, per episode— but this is, you know, this might be an evolution of of sorts, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. This is our, our we're going to record two episodes back-to-back right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if this show evolves over time, but what I, I fully expect is all of us to probably really enjoy it, because we're all big fans of the 80s, we all grew up in the 80s, um, and we all have a lot to say about things from the 80s, and we all kind of still... Dip our toes and keep our toes still in the 80s on a daily basis. Jesus, if you could I look at dip, any of
3: our, <laughs> I dip a lot more than my toes. If you, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Your balls. If I, knew it could, be, I knew it could be that kind of a party, there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I meant my so, fingers, my fingers.
1: So. And I'll, and and I must, and I must say too, depending on whoever, uh, whoever's topic we select for the episode if one of us doesn't have familiarity with it, like tonight, for example, one of us doesn't really have familiarity with it. That's even better because we can kind of discuss that whole kind of hullabaloo. What, what, why that, why, why, why did that not enter that person's uh, zeitgeist in, in the, uh, in the consumption of, of a pop culture back in the day?
2: Yeah, exactly. And um, so, if if and if we cover something that's like a singular sort of uh, uh franchise, uh, like tonight we're going to be covering uh, the Garbage Pail Kids, we'll give like a little bit of a, a real tiny sort of background uh, info on it. Uh, but then our next episode is going to be more of a potpourri, uh, a grad bag, if you will. So it, the, the format's like, going to be interesting. We're gonna we're gonna play with this over time. I think.
1: I like cornucopia.
2: I do too.
1: <laughs> I like horn of plenty.
2: Uh, horny plenty.
1: Well, fun fact. Fun fact. Fun, I fact. To, fun fact. I used to make uh, Horn of Plenny's for Thanksgiving when I was a teacher, you know, with the kids. And one of my kids goes, One of my kids goes, I'm finished with my Plenty Horny. From the mouths of babes. And
2: that was
0: the last day you taught. <laughs> yeah. And That's my principal sad.
1: just happened to be in there at that time. Obs- like, what? Observing day. <Yeah>. But of tonight tonight we're talking about uh you said, Corey, we're talking about you and you heard it from the beginning that gar- garbage pail kids which are pretty iconic, right, Dustin? Would you say garbage pail kids are like, iconic?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh yeah, I don't know which one of you guys isn't familiar, but I have a I have an idea. And <laughs> uh I don't think we can be friends anymore. And um and that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. But yes, Garbage Belt Kids, you know, um, were kind of the big FU to the Cabbage Patch Kids. The hilarious FU, like, uh, because the Cabbage Patch Kid craze was the craziest thing that happened in the world. Everyone wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid. They wanted it to smell the powdery butts of every doll, you know, (laughs) and um And I remember that craze. And then, um, you know, the Cabbage Patch, then the Garbage Pail Kids came around and it was like, oh, man, they're kind of making fun of it like Mad Magazine style. And uh, isn't this isn't this quaint? Isn't this fun? And um, and then it just was like a race to, uh, you know, find your name. Right. (laughs) How are they going to how are they going to make fun of each and every one of us? (laughs)
2: Well, before we get into uh, an in-depth discussion about our our experience and nostalgia, let me do a little, uh, just a little quick background on the uh, Garbage Pail Kids, in case uh, someone listening is not familiar. Garbage Pail Kids is a series of sticker trading cards produced by the Topps Company, originally released in 1985, and designed to parody Cabbage Patch Kids dolls, which were popular at the time. The series was the brainchild of cartoonist Art Spiegelman, uh, then a consultant for tops. Each sticker card featured a Garbage Pail Kid character having some comedic abnormality, deformity, and or suffering a terrible fate-slash-death with humorous wordplay character names such as Adam Bomb and Blasted Billy. Two versions of each card were produced, with variations featuring the same artwork, but different character name. That's pretty genius, if you ask me. Lazy. 15 original series... (laughs) (laughs) Dustin and I have two different opinions on that. (laughs) 15 original series of regular trading cards were released in the United States, with various sets released in other countries. The commercial success of The Trading Cards led to the production of a live-action movie, The Garbage Pail Kids movie, in 1987, and an animated television series was also created in, in 1987, but its initial scheduled broadcast in the U.S. was postponed due to parental complaints. So, that last line right there, parental complaints, that is one of the things that I remember so much. I mean, I loved Garbage Pail Kids, so we can figure out who was the one that t- is not the Garbage Pail Kids fan. Now, um, I love them, but one of the things, dude, I remember, guys, is all the the news stories, all the fervor over these over these beautiful, beautifully illustrated cards. That one was one of my favorites. The Venus Flytrap one was one of my favorites.
1: Yeah. So I, throughout this episode, by the way, and I have a whole stack of Garbage Pail Kids cards. um... And then I'll be going through and asking the the gang, the Night Boys, some questions about these. Um, but before I do, this this episode, this is our, our inaugural episode of 80s Kids Unite. Uh, the topic has been selected from Magdalena Saucito. She is a patron of $2 Late Fee. So, Magdalena, thank you for suggesting this topic.
0: Yay, Magdalena! Woo. Magdalena has Yay. been a patron of $2 Late Fee for some time we thank you, and in fact, guys, fun fun fact, um, which is something I don't like saying, uh, <laughs> makes me fun fact, fun fact. It feels like it feels like there should be some, um, you know, top forty imaging sound like right. facts. <laughs> fun fact, um, fun facts. But Magdalena was at our panel at LA Comic Con. She was oh, there. Awesome. She saw it live. So we so she's better than everybody else, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, well, and she's a patron. So yes, she is. Yes. In <laughs> front of the yes. In front of the so, line. Yeah. Magdalena, thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and she's been a patron for quite some time and we wanted to get her on Tales from the Video Store. And she's like, well, like you know, I just like listening to the show, supporting the show. We saw her at Comic-Con uh, and she gave us a whole list of topics to choose from. And we thought, you know, this is a, perfect one to kind of kick off 80s nostalgia uh 80s kids unite because it's so iconic you know i yeah i i was holding up juicy jessica which is a venus flytrap uh holding with with a garb with a cabbage patch in its mouth by the way that um,
2: reminded it always reminded me of the uh the animated segment from um come on zach help me part two uh a creep show? Yeah, creep show too, the animated segment, which I loved.
1: Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh these are these are disturbing. Uh Dustin, you said you were saying earlier how like the Garbage Bail kids uh and you did too, Corey. It it, it kind of hopped off of the cabbage patch craze and that was insane. I don't think there's ever been a fever well, maybe I don't know, game. Consoles could come a close second, but the fever behind cabbage patch kids was so insane. I feel like this was like the natural response to like the idiocy of the people who were trying to buy those damn
3: things.
2: And that's funny that you bring that up, because I do remember my sister uh had a cabbage patch kid, and she's uh six years older than me, so she was probably about twelve. I was probably about of six, and I cut all the hair
1: off oh. of it, and oh, she remembers oh, wow. it to
2: this day. She will never, she always brings it up, she will never let me forget that. I cut all the hair off of her Cabbage Patch
0: Kid. I mean, understandably so. I know. You now, gotta get her another one.
2: I, I know,
1: right?
0: That's the only but way.
2: I also remember Pound Puppies being a bit of a craze as yes. well, as far as like plushy yes. sort of toys go.
1: Yeah, I remember those were a big deal. I don't know if... I. I think those are more readily available at KB Toy Store than the uh, the Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah.
2: I don't think they ever hit the same pitch as Cabbage Patch yeah. Kid did.
1: No. But, but uh Diallo Diallo, what's your connection? Hey, with... Diallo's here. Diallo, what's your what's your what's your connection with Garbage Pail Kids or do you have a connection with Garbage Pail Kids?
3: Uh my connection is nothing. I don't have a connection to it at all. I think I was a little, I mean, I was a little older, I think, when they hit, a little bit more mature, a little bit more refined in my tastes, <laughs> per, perhaps. Uh, respect, respect. No, 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 actually, I'm just kidding. It was, at the same time, I would have been collecting comic books and watching cartoons, so that's not it. But I do, I do think, like, I, you know, I think I was, like, in high school, maybe. What What year did they first come out? They first came out in 1985.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah.
3: So that was mine 1986. Yeah. So I was. So
0: hitting, was 39 at that point. Yeah, so was, yeah. Yeah. I
3: just I was hitting middle age. Definitely. Uh, right around. Definitely that older. Point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that uh, I was, uh, but I do remember. Like I remember them. Like I remember them distinctly. I remember um, if you know my friends might have gotten them, and it, I just I actually never really like I don't know there wasn't really m- much of an appeal for it. For myself, either like I, I looked at them and I was like, "Ooh, that's cool," but then I would just, you know, pick up my X Men comic or whatever and, yeah. and move on. So, yeah, I,
1: I
2: was, mean, I
3: think these are go go ahead, Corey.
2: I was gonna say, now, I was never a big trading card kid growing up. Although that being said, Dali probably appreciate this. I did get those Marvel trading cards in the nineties. I did, yeah, I do think I like a, did, yeah, yeah, the ones he did and everything. Yeah. I loved them, but I was never a big trading card kid and i think that i would i kind of feel like i would be probably like you diallo if i was more of your age at that time um i don't think it would have appealed to me either um but because i think i was the right age when when they hit um the the fact that they were trading cards didn't sort of stop me from collecting them but i think they would have later but i guess my question also to diallo is were you ever a trading card uh, kid growing up
3: not really. Like, I had little stints here and there. Like like you said, like, I remember when Marvel came out with their, but actually I said Jim Lee, but I think it was, like, I think, like, Ron Lim did a bunch of them. And then he Jim Lee did, did the X-Men uh, ones. I got those. Um, I think I still have, like, um, unopened in a box, uh, the Jim Lee ones, um, wow. maybe. And then, like, I remember Star Wars came out with some in the early 90s. Yep. I do I, I for a fact. I still have those in a box. And some of my friends, like my cousins and stuff, would collect baseball cards, and I got into that just like a little bit, but not really. So yeah, I've never really been like a trading card person. I my old roommate in college was he got big into it. I got him into uh, comic books, and he started collecting trading cards also. So he he has a ton of stuff. He might have more than me, and I have like I put more time in, so it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's never. I don't know the. There was like too much of a haphazard appeal for me. It causes me anxiety or something. So <laughs> you're like you're buying stuff and you don't know what you're gonna get. And you know, I just I don't I don't really like that. So.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan of blind. I'm not a fan of the whole blind box thing. You open up, you see what you got. Yeah, that, yeah. That wasn't a rush for me either. Right. Yeah. I collected. I clearly still have a ton of Garbage Pail Kids, and I collected baseball, basketball, all that stuff but I was not into collecting and opening up the pack and seeing what I got and mix and match with my friends. Yeah. I, I never was into that. Dustin, were you were you a card collector?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you guys know, it's interesting, because I'm not the biggest physical media person in today's day and age, but I had almost every Garbage Pail Kid, and I still have them. However, what? they're up somewhere in my loft. I couldn't find them. I'll find them, of course, as soon as we're done recording. Um, but I came up empty, but the fact, yeah, I had, I had, uh, a huge collection of garbage pail kids and in terms of the craze stuff, I I feel like the, the closest thing in my memory that it would sort of compare to was people trying to get that, like a toy collection in, in McDonald's happy meals. Oh yes. Uh, right. You're just trying to collect that, get that extra glass or extra toy or whatever, collector's item that's uh, has some advertising tie-in and you know and the garbage pile kids had like seasons you know so you'd be like okay we're on right. to the next thing um and i don't know if i was particularly like oh i really need that one so i think that kind of took the pressure off because it was just like uh you know you get what you get you don't want to get the doubles right you're like oh i got this one again right um but most of my friends were into it too so there was a lot of like trading trading abilities.
2: Well, speaking of doubles, they are uh you know die-cut stickers essentially. Uh they're sticker trading cards. Um so w- at least with the doubles you could use them as stickers cuz I would never take them off unless I had, you know, a backup one. And, you know, I, I, I probably, I'm sure I traded, uh, with my friends back in the day, but I don't feel like I ever had like a complete set of them. Um, I think I do actually still have some in my mom's basement along with those, uh, uh X-Men cards. Dial and I were talking about and, my stepfather's original set of 1977 Star Wars A New Hope uh trading cards from Tops I have the whole wow. set which is fucking amazing yeah. um but the funny thing is I was I mean I look back and I remember I'm like oh yeah I loved Garbage Pail Kids but I have never seen the movie I had no desire as a kid to see the movie. In fact, I thought it looked grotesque and just, I was like, I I don't want to see this. Like, there's nothing like, I feel like that, that didn't appeal to me the same way the cards didn't appeal to Diallo. Like, I was just like, no, this is, this is not for me. Like, I don't want to see this. And, and then the fact that there was only like, a handful of of characters in the movie. I knew, like, my Apple Corey wasn't going to be in it. Like, you know, like, I knew that, like, you already saw which ones it was going to be, and I was like, well, none of these are my favorite, so why do I right. care? So, uh, uh, well, Diallo, did you ever see the movie?
3: I never saw the movie. I I mean, I had the same reaction as you. I definitely yeah. didn't <laughs> like the cards, because they just looked kind of weird, and it didn't really appeal to me. And I, I, I wasn't repulsed by them, but I wasn't. I drawn, was. <laughs> Yeah. But I wasn't drawn to them. But yeah, the movie. I mean, it. The movie gave me like, I. I don't know. I couldn't have said this at the time because I don't know that I was like complex and thinking enough. But it felt like a kind of like a money grab type affair. Of course. Then. Yeah. And so I think that like, but when I could tell that when I was a teenager, and if I can tell that. As a teenager, then you've lost me because, you know, that I'm supposed to go to that stuff because they're trying to get my money out of me. Right. And so I recognized it as like a cynical thing. And I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. You know, okay. so. it's
2: almost like, like when they made the movie based on Battleship, the board game. Yeah. It's like, it's like, why are you taking this like? It's just why are you translating this? You know that um, movie was terrible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zach, uh, did you uh, see the movie in the theater when it came out?
1: Yeah, so I think they came out around a similar time, but Masters of the Universe came out the same year mm. as Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. So it was uh, for me I, because I was such a big collector of both franchises. I was so excited to see both. I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> Masters of the Universe, and I thoroughly would just dis- thoroughly disappointed with Garbage Pail Kids. Uh, based on what you guys were talking about, you and Diallo, the the hardly any characters in the movie. They look disgusting. Um, ironically, or, or not whatever. I, I, a year later, uh, the Garbage Pail Kids cartoon came out, and I was like, this should have been what should have kicked off the whole thing to begin with. Not a movie, live action movie with like Mackenzie Austin, by the way, who's, uh, I love Mackenzie Austin. He's great. Um, And then the cartoon, which featured the voice of Tara Strong, uh, Mm. legendary voice actor. Um, That should have been what the movie was. Yeah. and, And I mean, like there was a, there was a cabbage patch kid Movie, but it was like a TV movie, I think, or a TV like they did a Christmas special. It was a cartoon that was terrible too. Uh, but I did see the movie, the Garfield Kids movie. I will say though, the soundtrack is a pretty banging soundtrack for a trash film. If you go on YouTube, the the whole soundtrack's out there. You can listen to it. There's some pretty good songs on that soundtrack.
2: Zach, has anyone? Like, uh, uh, put it out on, on Blu-ray? I'm, I'm surprised, because it's such a cult movie. I figured somebody would by now.
1: I'm surprised Shout Factory did. If, if, the, if it hasn't been released, it's got to be what you and Diallo and I are constantly talking about on TV Obscura. Clearly, licensing rights yeah. uh, would be holding it
0: up if that was the only reason.
2: And Dustin, did you see the movie at all?
0: I've seen the movie... Not in the theater. I mean, I've seen it since, um, but not the whole thing. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's gross for the sake of being gross. There's there's not a great story, and yeah. you know you have all these. Uh, I mean, it's like got one percent on Metacritic. You know, it's it's yeah, it's just panned. It was panned universally because how can you conceptualize? trading car i mean in a way you have a clean slate right but to just be like oh right. it's just a bunch of gross kids that live together in a basement and then Mackenzie asked and you know becomes friends with them and they're just absolutely disgusting for no reason you know it's there's only there's only like two people in the i i, I let me clarify that actually there's only like one age demographic that's gonna like really like that yeah right like and it's like you know five-year-olds who like gross out stuff because it's not like, right. that's not really why you like the cards. You don't like the cards. Cause you're like the cards are fun. Cause they're kind of mocking cabbage patch kids, at least to me. Right. Like that's yeah. sort of, and then the, and then it's fun and you know, Oh, they're, they're making the name with my name on it. You know, I had bust and Dustin, who is this wrestler <laughs> character that just was tied up into a knot with a bloody tooth or whatever. And cartoon wise, that works. But as soon as you take that into make it live action with snot and disgusting things and, you know, it's, uh, it's gross. And a lot of people were very embarrassed, like Jim Cummings, you know, the legendary, also the legendary voice actor with a nice rack, Jim Cummings, (laughs) you know, who can voice like Winnie the Pooh and Darkwing Duck, you know, this was his first like live action movie, like he was voicing and he's so embarrassed by it. Like
1: you know, uh, he's embarrassed by it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like everybody that was like involved in it, the director never worked again. Like wow. these are these are things that are, you know, you can't really <laughs> understate how bad this movie was. Well, now I have to go see the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Now, um,
3: you're actually making me more interested. Yeah, Diallo's Diallo's interesting. It's um, like I, I yeah. get bored and then I'm like, oh wait, no, this movie's if, terrible. I gotta. If, go if you see like this. bad movies, <laughs>
0: you know it's real bad, and you'll you'll enjoy the 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 badness of it. And it is like a musical, so you guys are talking about the the you know the music in it, but the Garbage Pail Kids like just sing songs. Yeah, they're the ones who actually sing. Uh, and they just break in a song about you know helping friends and. <laughs> I I I know we I know I like was pulled a bunch of this a bunch of the songs at random points for like our show and and promoting it and stuff like that but I don't remember any of the songs at all.
1: Well, I'm trying to remember too. I, there was like a moral message to the movie which was funny because the cards were the were the whole the whole reason behind the cards was there was no moral message at all to these, right? There was it was all about Poking fun and goofing on yeah. stuff. And I, I just wanted to pull up and by the way, I have I have the card you're talking about, the uh busted Dustin. Right. But, but it's it, this one is Drew blood, blood And the variation, you know, you I uh, Corey called it genius. You called it lazy just by slapping a different name on there. Um but yeah. some of these cards on the back of them, they would they you could put the the cards together to form a poster that yeah. you could I guess frame right, uh, and then some of the cards had like a uh, bio card for for example, uh, one I'm yes. showing everybody is like this big kid with like a bunch of ice cream in his mouth. His name is Ray Decay, and he lives on one seven five Hyperactive Road, Glucose, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> no, His, Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. That's why I chose I'm it. Trying to His, get to Maryland. All these characters had a permanent record. His permanent record was September seventeenth, nineteen eighty-two, fiddled with over six hundred Oreo middles.
2: Good lord. Uh,
1: February twenty-fifth, nineteen eighty-three, licked chocolate off ten cases of chocolate-covered cherries. February twenty-sixth, nineteen eighty-three, ate the cherries. His That's favorite TV fiddled show. Fiddled
0: is the best verb. <laughs> really. And
1: fiddled runs with diddled. Yeah. Um favorite TV show. Malamars of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> Quote. Gimme, gimme, gimme. His favorite food? Candy coated sugar. I,
2: I love favorite how we've Albert. turned Diallo onto the movie, but I think we're repulsing it- him more from <laughs> the cards. <laughs> I'm just
1: making a case. I'm just making a case for the garbage pail kids and why. That movie doesn't track with who they are because his favorite album, Tutti Fruity, favorite magazine, Cavity Illustrated, favorite movie, goodbye, Mr. Chips. I'm done.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny because, you know, I'd say that Cabbage Patch Kids now are completely irrelevant. No, no one... No one cares. They don't exist anymore. But the garbage Pail kids—they have—they've had a revival since two thousand and fourteen. They brought them back in two thousand fourteen. Then in two thousand fifteen, they brought back the thirtieth anniversary series. And then for the thirty fifth anniversary series in twenty twenty, they created a blockchain series, which I guess is kind of like What's Bitcoin. A blockchain? It's kind of like a Bitcoin type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, either so the only people that are gonna buy the blockchain. 35th anniversary, people are, you know, morons and and people into conspiracy theories. Um, oh, half
1: the country? Yeah. Hmm.
2: D- don't give them that much credit, Zach. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry.
1: I mean, what? Never mind. So,
2: I I mean, guys, you know, sort of in, to end it on this, like, wouldn't you say that the the garbage pail kids have outlasted the Cabbage Patch kids?
0: Yeah, I would definitely say that. I mean, uh, you know, to your point, like, the dust and card in the revival is dustin from stranger things you know like oh, yeah really? like that's how back oh, that's in the cool. public light we've gotten i mean yeah i mean, it's, I mean that's i so got way too excited but that's, that's fine that's so lame <laughs> you're like you're like looking <laughs> it up right now you're like how can i buy it i need it right now <laughs>
2: But it still has the sort of the Cabbage Patch look, though, right? Like, it doesn't... It's not like a one-for-one yeah. one of Dustin, though, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. And, and there's there's action figures now. There's Blind Box. talking about, uh, you know, opening up a pack of Garbage Pail Kids. There's Blind Box, Garbage Pail Kids. You don't know who you're going to get in the box, little figurines or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely got a resurgence. To your point, Corey, like, the gar- uh, Cabbage Patch kids are... That's nostalgia that hasn't yet come back. Would it come back? I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you, Diallo, do you think Cabbage Patch Kids could make a comeback? Sincerely, I mean that sincerely.
3: Yeah, I don't think so. They, yeah, uh, that, I don't know. I mean, would, I would go off into this long, like, you know, examination of human behavior, and we're not here for that. Um, But uh, the short answer is no, it's dead and buried and no one's ever going to go back to it ever.
2: Well, especially because kids don't play really with toys anymore.
3: No. Yeah. There's not, I mean, there's not even really a space for like, you know, like look at like bar like the Barbie movie. Like there's not even, there's not, they could say a Cabbage Patch movie, but no one, I don't know. They just say it didn't last long enough. It was kind of a flash in the pan. And, you know, we have a lot of those things like the Stanley cups and, you know, all kinds of things that people get crazy over, like, and it burns really bright and it goes away and we completely forget about it. And I think that's, uh, that's where the Cabbage Patch is. Um, but like you're saying, like the Garbage Pail Kids, um, that has an underground quality to it that's been keeping it alive for a while. So, Yeah. yeah.
1: I'd like to see a video game version of Garbage Pale Kids come out. That would be cool, like a side scroller. Yeah, like a em up a little... type of thing. Mm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun.
2: Like that Jay and Silent Bob game we saw at Comic Con.
3: Dude, that game right. was fire. I like. I I don't like. I haven't played like a was a platform? Is that the uh, or side scroller?
2: That's, that's. I think that one's considered like a, a beat 'em up, side... like Streets yeah. of Rage. You know. Yeah.
3: I the 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 artwork, the animation was just ah. Uh, it was it was so good.
1: It was
2: incredible.
3: Yeah, it was so good. Do you guys good.
1: remember the the company that put that out by chance? Uh, same
2: people that did um Kung Fury, I believe. So yeah, so
3: you... that's it was at the same uh booth that you got mm. Kung yeah. Fury for uh B. There right?
1: yeah, brand new si- Jane Silent Bob game uh came out or it's Which, I think uh, it's supposed
2: uh, to be coming yeah. out this year. I think we played uh probably a, a playtest build. Yeah. But I think it's getting close to being ready.
3: Yeah, it was ball. I mean when that comes out, I definitely got to got to grab that one. Day 1 but purchase. That,
1: that would that would appeal to the garbage pail kid crowd because yeah. the garbage pail kid crowd is definitely a little more edgy. Uh, you know, when when you're looking at like cards, I'm 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 going to hold up one I'm going to hold up a card that says Empty Emmy. It's basically like she she looks like she's hanging from a a nail on a wall. And she's like a bag of flesh, and it's really disturbing looking. Actually, Jesus, um,
0: yeah. The? I mean, these cards—these cards were
1: dark. You know, shorned Sean, where he's like shaving the flesh off yeah. his the, face. Those ah. are the ones that
2: always freaked me out. Is when they were cutting their own bodies or something. You know, and it was just kind of yeah. I hated that shaving one, dude.
1: What? This is dark stuff. I mean, it, for but the age group, look. 87 85 you said these came out yeah. or 84?
2: 85.
1: I mean I was I was 9 years old. I remember being on the play yard uh training, you know, whatever my doubles with kids on the basketball court like uh like Pokemon cards were in the 90s, you know, and and like the kids were obsessed with certain cards, you know, if, the kid who had Adam Bomb, which I think is the number 1 card. Um, You know, if that if someone had that, you had it in a sleeve, you had it in a special case so no one else could, you know, get bend the edges or whatever. Like these things were were a hot commodity then. And it's nice to know that they're uh, still around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. What's the deal with Garbage Pail Kids? <laughs> Come on. To wrap up this episode. And thank you again, Magdalena, for suggesting this topic. Uh, If you want to suggest topics for 80s Kids Unite, go to patreon.com slash $2 late fee or patreon.com slash podcasting after dark or both. It's up to you. Um, And you can suggest a topic if you sign up. Magdalena, thank you for suggesting such a great discussion topic to talk about. Why don't we wrap this up, guys, with uh, giving a nostalgic rating... Uh, for Garbage Pail Kids out of, uh, I don't know, five, possible five. Um, I'm just going to pick a random Garbage Pail Kid card and see what name comes up and we'll use that name for the rating. Okay, so out of five, out of five less Vegas, which is a big fat looking Elvis. <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, out of five less Vegases, five fat Elvises uh dustin what would you give garbage Pale kids on a nostalgic rating
0: i would give garbage pale kids uh five out of five less vegases for 80s nostalgia um they've they've sustained they never really left and uh they continue to evolve a nice. plus
1: nice uh diallo Going into this with very minimal knowledge about the Garbage Fail Kids franchise, what would you give it on a scale of one to five?
3: I, I actually don't feel fair. I don't think it's fair for me to vote because I, you know, you no, just, you have you to just learned about them today. Yeah. It's like, a moral imperative. I mean, I, like I remember them and I don't have a, I never, it never interests me, but I never had like a repulsion by it either. It just, I just okay. kept kind of doing my thing so because i but i was i'm a negative person so i want to give it like one out of five but i don't want to do that because it doesn't okay. seem fair so you abstain yeah do we have is there an electoral college what <laughs> not in this
1: democracy yeah, we're working on uh cory cory out of a possible five less Vegases, what would you do <laughs> <laughs> well
2: <laughs> I'm going to give this five apple Corys out of 5 uh, cuz that card was my namesake. Uh but no, everything Dustin said I agree with. Um I think they've outlasted what they were parodying with the the cabbage patch kids. Um I think they're still they can still be relevant. And I think they're still fun to look at. I think they're neat and and we are of course just talking about the cards themselves and not the horrific film uh, that no, I give, no. that I give a a one uh less Claypool out of five
1: <laughs> less Claypool. Uh, well, I will wrap mine up simply by saying I gave it a five out of five based on the cards. I give the the soundtrack from the movie. I'm gonna definitely give that a two or a three Las Vegas because uh, there's some there's some bangers on there. Um, uh, but you know, it's, I think it still holds up nostalgically and uh, clearly, I mean, there's clear, a new generation that's tapping into these and, um, I'm, I'm just thankful that I have mine. Dustin, when you dig yours out of the, out of your, uh, crawl space or wherever we they are. Yeah, we can trade. Yeah. We can trade. We can swap. We can swap. <laughs> uh, all right guys. Well, this is our first episode. First of many more to come and Magdalena again, thank you for suggesting the topic.
0: Magdalena wins all of your
1: cards. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, Magdalena, you know what I'm going to do? No,
0: don't do it. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) I'm going to send you some garbage pail, kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Take it back. Uh, I'll simply finish up on my end by saying, uh, you know, we are a monthly show, 80s Kids Unite. So we'll check back in with you in March for a very special themed episode uh, that will connect. But you'll find out about that very soon.
0: Mystery. (laughs) 80s Kids Unite is brought to you by Hungry Hungry Hippos, the loudest tabletop game in history, and by Nickelback, Zach's favorite band. If you'd like to suggest topics for this show, go to the Patreon of either $2 late fee or Podcasting After Dark, or both. All links are in the show notes. We love you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.